raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Cameron and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. Yeah, my name is Nigel, Jerry Lopez, Indy Spanglish, filling in for Jason Hammer. And there he is, the man of the hour, Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show. How are you? I'm bullcrap you not. It's Indy Spanglish. What an upstanding citizen. <laughs> Boy, what a joy to be here. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. Any number of places we can start. Let's do the debates last night, GOP debates, presidential debates. I, I actually didn't think it was bad. I thought it was entertaining. I thought the questions were good. I thought um, probably Vivek. One, in my opinion, what did you think of what you saw last night of the GOP debate? Yeah, it definitely was the best debate because they had a whole bunch of those turkeys who were on the first couple debates, Burgum and Pence and Hutchison, and they said, it's time to serve you people at Thanksgiving and let's get to the people (laughs) that people want to see. And when you you have fewer people, you can actually have meaningful dialogue and conversation. And that all rests on Rona, Rana McDaniel. Like, why do you allow people at 1% if you've been at it for three or four months and you're at one percent. You have no business being up there. Wasn't that the best when Vivek was like, "Hey, Ron, if you want to come up here right now and resign, I'll yield my time to you." What did you think? I mean, Vivek. I, I really think Ron DeSantis probably performed the best, but Vivek by far and away outshined everybody else. Well, so we were talking about this today on the show, and Ethan Hatcher was was in for Casey today. DeSantis is the best on policy and in terms of substance. But my gosh, he's so boring. And we live in a world now where if you wanted substance, DeSantis would be the leader. And not only is he not the leader, he may not even be second anymore. And it's like he just doesn't have another gear. And you're right, Ramaswamy stole the show. And then what was great, I don't know what you guys think, he's on camera and it appears he's given the business to Rona Rana after the thing. He's down there looking at her, pointing at her. And people are like, yeah, we need some fire to that. Where where is that stuff out of DeSantis? Yeah, as somebody who lives online, I can tell you right now, Vivek is running the streets. Like, he is leading the pack of people that won't get the nomination but he did great last night and if you can't defend yourself from vivek ramaswamy and i'm not saying it's an easy task but if you can't stand up to him how are you going to do it uh, against trump yeah I, I, look it's, again it's not we've devolved now to the point where the, the the substance doesn't matter and when we say substance doesn't matter those people agree about 80 to 85 percent on that stage it's all the same yeah. stuff we gotta yeah. get the spending under control we got it so it's really has turned into a stylistic operation and it is a grab the headlines operation and in terms of that if you wanted the best guy to be president it's DeSantis but that's not how people pick a president anymore and so you're right by that standard Ramaswamy got what all of them should have wanted, which is the most amount of positive attention. Yeah, I'm not denying that that uh, DeSantis is probably not the most uh, prepared right now to be president out of the group, but Vivek stole the headline. Absolutely. I mean, in a 10-second attention span uh, Absolutely. society... Who do you think is, Jerry? Uh, Nikki? Nikki Haley? Not a chance. I mean, I, it has Who's to the be. most prepared on that stage? Oh, Ron DeSantis, okay, by, I by thought, far. I thought you were saying he was No, he is by far. By yeah, far. and... and, and Ramaswamy said the thing that so many people think, which is the Republican Party is a party of losers right now. They are run by cronies and insiders who don't know how to win. And 
Part of this rests on Trump, which is the most interesting part of this, because Trump wanted uh, four more years of Rona, Rona McDaniel. Trump wanted Kevin McCarthy. And I don't know how you guys feel about this, but it blows my mind, and we talked about this today, that no matter what stupid thing Trump does or no matter what stupid person he endorses or no matter how many times that that he loses, people are just like, doesn't matter, it's Trump. Yeah. I mean, McCarthy and Rona Rana are the problem. They're the problem, <laughs> and yet he's totally immune to any criticism on it. I saw where he posted on uh, Truth that he was uh, supporting the governor of uh, Kentucky yes. in a race. Then when he lost, he was like, I had nothing to do with me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he should have listened to me instead. That, that's how Nigel is with my radio career. Oh, yeah, I think it's great that Rob's here. We hey, <laughs> and I got him in here, and then the first time I got drugged into David Wood's office, oh, I can't believe you guys hired that guy. What a terrible choice. What do you make, and I heard this, I think I heard Tony Katz mention this today. What do you think of the fact that there was only a total of probably 20 to 30 seconds even spent on Donald Trump and or Joe Biden's policies last night? Well, I think the non-Trump stuff works well for those people because- Trump is like some bad guy villain in a video game that unless you've got a, 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 Jerry, you, you strike me as sort of guy that put a lot of quarters in the Pizza Hut arcade. Uh, he's machine. the final boss. Trump's yeah. the final boss. <laughs> yes. And it's like you yeah. unless you came with $83 in quarters, yeah. you are not yeah. getting through that game at the Pizza Hut on him. So it probably worked better for them that they didn't mention him. We're speaking with Rob Kendall going off the rails. Let's start with the uh, elections. This week, we'll start nationwide. Republicans taking some hits, Democrats having success in Ohio, in Kentucky, in Virginia. A lot of people saying abortion is the reason why uh, uh, the Republicans are, are losing. I, I don't know that it was all doom and gloom for Republicans uh, throughout the throughout the country. What do you make of what happened? There's no coherent message from the Republican Party. They're all over the map. And I think the biggest part of this is that Donald Trump is a lazy politician. And what I mean by that is when Trump won in 2016, he had a horribly run operation. It was literally, I mean, there were people in Ohio and Michigan and Wisconsin and who literally just of their own, and you'd see this all the time, they had little Facebook groups that would be like, I'm going to be at the Wendy's at such and such a place between 2 and 4 p.m. I have 200 signs, come get some. That had nothing to do with Trump's actual operation. These people were just doing it themselves. And somehow he won. But that is not sustainable. And Trump has been that same politician the entire time. Republicans have forgot how to win. They don't have a defined message. They don't have defined operations. They don't have defined talking points. And that's because the guy at the top doesn't operate that way. And that's why in a place like Ohio that is run by Republicans, you now have on-demand abortion from conception to live birth. Republicans have got to get it together on messaging and execution because they are in big trouble. But back to your previous point, that starts with the GOP chairwoman. Well, it does. But the problem is when you guys Goofy McGee as the as the face of the party, who's got Roseanne Barr, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, as the as the that? main event at his rally. Yes, I, I, mean, I almost wanted to send her a cease and desist. You can't say that. <laughs> I mean, wait, tell people what you're talking about, real quick. So, with- so at Trump's rally last night, Roseanne Barr. Well, I don't even know if her name is Barr anymore. Roseanne was the opening act, and she's using profanity on stage and getting trying to get the crowd to chant profanity. And look, it's fine for the people in that in, in that that stadium because they're Trump loyalists, but the average person's looking at that and going, it's a sideshow. Yeah. Roseanne. Really? Like that's who we're going to entrust to be (laughs) deep advisors on the Israeli Hamas con. I mean, come on, man. He's not Trump gives off that. He's not a serious person. And that needlessly alienates a whole bunch of people. 
I think, um, as a whole, I don't think it was bad for Republicans, as everybody says it was. I mean, they, they flipped to the Louisiana governor mansion. Uh, the Republicans held the Mississippi governor. There was uh, a state Senate seat in Massachusetts. I'm looking at here some city elections in New York. I mean, that wasn't all doom and gloom nationwide, was it? Yeah, but it's like John Connor stayed along alive a long time in Terminator on his own too. It didn't make it an effective way to try to fight the cyborgs. I mean, look, there's just no there's no coherent messaging from the Republicans. Can you guys tell me right now? And I'm not being facetious when I'm asking this. Do you have any concrete policy proposals that you know of from Donald Trump going into 2024? No. He's the front runner. He's going to be, in barring some sort of you know just incredible thing, the Republican nominee for president. And I can't tell you because saying I would solve the Ukraine Russia conflict in 24 yeah, that's hours. That's what I was going to say. That, that's not, that's not a policy proposal. It's, it's not. And, and, and so you have an undisciplined guy at the top of the ticket who's not really even interested in the nuances of governance. He's on a revenge tour. And so you have a party that is without messaging, they are without issues to run on. And so what you see is in a place like Kentucky where there is some discipline at the top of the ticket. Now, the rest of the down ballot went traditional. But if you're up against a disciplined incumbent like Bashir, you're going to lose. The fact that they lost in Ohio and got caught so flat-footed on that, and that really, look, those people who want on-demand abortion from conception, conception to live birth are sick, gross, disgusting people. But they're really smart. They tied it to marijuana legalization, and you got a huge number of super liberal people. It was like the the coalition of the willing there uh, between smoking weed and sucking brains out of fetuses, and they they passed them both. Republicans are getting beat on strategy. Do, do Republicans need to stay away from abortion next year? I mean, in fact, I mean, do they need to just maybe highlight how it's Roe v. Wade? It's it's a states' rights thing, and they need to highlight that exactly what you said. The Democrats are for uh, from you know from the moment of conception to birth. That's well, what they need to. That's what they need to concentrate on if they're going to talk about. Abortion. Well, J.D. Vance, who is a senator from Ohio, wrote a big, long piece about this. And Tony was talking about it yesterday. I'm loath to give Tony credit for anything. <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 th- I thought it was I thought he made a fair point, which is ultimately it won't be decided. This issue will not be decided legislatively. It's a cultural battle. Now, in a place like Indiana, where there is no ballot initiative access, you can pass whatever law you want. And the most pro-life thing, we have a pretty good abortion bill in this state. But in a place like Ohio, that was terrible strategy on their part to go way. Look, it's where I would want. I like the bill. But the reality is you opened up. Be careful what you wished for. You just might get it. You opened up a bunch of on-demand abortion lunatics who who were able to convince other people, well, this is too extreme versus if you'd maybe started at 15 weeks and then tried to gradually pare it back. Now, does that save all the lives we need to save immediately? No. But now what we have is something way worse than what we had before. So the Republicans have got to come up with some sort of messaging and strategy on this about the culture of life and protecting and defending life that they can appeal to reasonable people who can be swayed. The, the, the only state with the worst abortion policy is Illinois. Yeah. If you leave your kid on the street in Chicago after nine o'clock, they'll kill him for you. You know, like <laughs> it's not even really an issue up to the age of 18. They will take care of it. <laughs> Going off the rails with Rob Kendall. I'm Nigel Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. Locally, the elections here, do they go about how you thought they would go. Well, I was really hoping there at the end you were going to uh, uh, launch a last-ditched independent run against John Stair for mayor, but since that didn't uh, that didn't happen. Um, I'll, well, I'll, I'll repeat myself. Whenever you say that, I don't know how to run a 5K, much less <laughs> a town. <laughs>
<laughs> what do you think John Stare actually knows about running Zionsville? I mean, like nobody, Emily, Mayor Emily. That's yeah, well, exactly example. right. I mean, nobody knows. Trust me. When I'm somebody who did it, you never know until you get in there. But who would have thought that if you tell law-abiding gun owners that they are the problem and that your uh, the backbone of your campaign is uh, proposing blatantly illegal, unconstitutional things that people who care about the law and the Constitution wouldn't vote for you. I mean, Jefferson Shreve, oh, who knows what the final total will be? Maybe it'll be $20 million. I don't know. He blew through a lot of money and he did absolutely no better than Cindy Carrasco the year before. And in fact, it looks like he may have even done mm. worse. When you don't stand for anything, when people don't believe in you, you are not going to win, especially in a place where you're totally outnumbered in terms of registration. And why can't we get, we, we can't find any Republican, I mean, there are some Democrat town councils here in Marion County uh, position seats that ran unopposed, just like in Brownsburg, right? Yeah, well, and, and here's a great example, though. The Democrats, so the, for the first time, Brownsburg has a Democrat who beat the Republican. She didn't win because she ran some great operation. She won because the Republicans in Brownsburg have done nothing but raise taxes and grow government and approve high-density housing developments like they're going out of style. And the people are looking at this and going, why would we vote for you? The guy she ran against ran a terrible campaign. He didn't really try. And this is, a this is again, it is the Republican Party stands for nothing. They don't follow through on the party platform. They don't cut taxes anymore. They don't limit government. It's just lies on a piece of paper. And so now in places like Avon and Brownsburg, you have Democrats on the, on the town councils, and it's a total indictment of the governance of the Republicans. Rob, what is coming up on the show tomorrow? Well, Brian Baker's going to be with us. Looks oh, like cool. the strike's over. These actors are going back to work. So, he works uh, in that uh, industry. Yeah, I'm going to find out when the next tall building he'll be thrown off of is so it's very exciting that hollywood is ba- hollywood is back to work baby and who's the sponsor of this uh, segment? garage doors of indianapolis spanglish great to see you as always my friend hey, nice to use too going off the rails rob kendall thank you very much it's the hammer and nigel show raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to mcdonald's for mcnuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor come to mcdonald's and treat yourself to the grandma mcflurry today Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time